The Jim and Tammy Faye Baker biopic you knew was coming has finally been announced, and it's got some A-list talent behind it. We'll tell you more. Also, Georgia is moving ahead with its landmark heartbeat abortion bill, and a look at why missions agencies are now rethinking the term unreached people groups. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Cameron Strang and welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All of those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and even powerful e-commerce solutions. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain, squarespace.com relevant. All right. To tell us about these stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Cameron. So we're finally getting a Jim and Tammy Faye Baker movie, huh? Yeah, the, uh, the once I once I saw this news announced, I was kind of like, why hasn't there been a movie about yeah. this? The the Bakers are obviously on a, a very iconic part of a lot of American culture, and particularly American Christian culture. Uh, they kind of built a lot of what we think of televangelism uh, today. They they built a whole empire, kind of built around this this weird mix of, of capitalism and faith, and then of course their whole thing came tumbling down with two scandals: one financial, and the the other sexual in the seventies and eighties. And those scandals were hidden for a long time. There are even some accusations that lawmakers were aware of these scandals, but ignored the evidence, just given how popular the bakers were among their constituents. So this, the story is definitely there, but is the movie looking like it's legit? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually what excited me because there's definitely like a bad movie to be made here, right? But I think there's reason to be optimistic about this one. It's going to be directed by Michael Showalter. Uh, the last thing he did was The Big Sick, that Kumail Nanjiani movie that oh, was very, very good. Yeah. And uh, it's going to star Andrew Garfield as Jim Baker what? and Jessica Chastain as Tammy Faye. Uh, and the movie is being called right now. The working title is The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which uh, should raise that's some nightmare fuel for you there uh it's based off a documentary that came out a few years ago there's no release date yet but that's a mailist talent and that has me uh, thinking that it could be a, a lot more than just kind of a broad comedy or a, or a, a cynical movie that could actually be very thoughtful on how it handles its source material so interesting wow well turning to political news uh this georgia abortion bill is getting a lot of attention yeah, there's a lot to parse. So this bill is called Georgia's Living Infants Fairness and Equality Act. Uh, and it's being called, as you've probably seen, the heartbeat bill, because what it does effectively is prohibit abortion in Georgia after a fetal heartbeat is detected. And that's generally around six weeks after conception. Uh, Georgia isn't the only state with a bill like this. There's a similar one in Ohio, for example. But this law does go further in some ways, uh, particularly in that it would potentially make women criminally responsible for terminating their pregnancies, even if they like cross state lines to obtain a legal abortion elsewhere. Uh, the bill has been signed by Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, and right now it's set to go in effect in January, pending any legal challenges. Yeah, right, exactly. So are legal challenges likely? 
uh, almost inevitable. <laughs> the, yeah. There's a, this bill has a lot of critics. Uh, there's been a lot of controversy around it. Uh, some of the critics, the, the line that's being used is that this bill amounts to a de facto ban, uh, since many women aren't even aware of their pregnancy until after a fetal heartbeat is detectable. So if they can prove that case, then that would run afoul of Roe v. Wade. Um, and that would lead to a very big legal challenge. But a lot of the bill's proponents are saying, in effect, bring it on. We'll take a legal challenge. They're pretty confident that the current conservative tilt of the Supreme Court would give them an edge in a legal battle and could possibly, possibly even lead to overturning Roe down the road. Wow. And finally, mission agencies are starting to question some long-held practices, it seems. Yeah. So this is an interesting report that came out from Christianity Today. Uh, If you were raised around missionaries and mission agencies like a lot of us were, you're probably familiar with the phrase unreached people group. Um, But this new report says that a lot of missions experts are starting to question the wisdom of that distinction. Uh, The phrase unreached people group was coined by U.S. Center for World Mission founder Ralph Winter, who used it to describe any group where less than 2% of people are evangelicals. Of course, what this has ended up doing has led to groups who have virtually no Christian presence whatsoever getting lumped in with groups who have a huge Christian presence that's just not necessarily evangelical. But there are other problems, too. Critics have pointed out that uh, some missionaries who go to these unreached people groups can get a lot more financial support because it sounds very dramatic to be with an unreached people group. And in fact, that windfall can be so useful that there's kind of a hesitancy or or a temptation to not change the distinction to reached. Uh, So this is why some experts are calling for more precise terms like unengaged unreached people group, for example, or another new term, frontier people groups, which is defined as a group with no indigenous Christian presence. Uh, These frontier groups make up around a quarter of the world's population, mostly in India and Muslim-majority countries, Mm. uh, but they only have 1% of the world's missionaries serving there. Um, Jim Ramsey, he's the vice president of the Global Operations for Mission Agency, TMS Global, says these terms are getting too in the weeds. He says, quote, I don't use terms like 1040 window anymore or even unreached people group. And then we get more precise, unreached or unengaged, and I find it ends up becoming a distraction. Hmm. We did not want to follow the path of getting so obsessed with definition and precision that it would negate other missions or cause people to be blind to other missions opportunities. So an interesting uh, sort of refining of the way we've thought about missions in America. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thanks, Tyler. Uh, To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering at Relevant today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our print magazine and other podcasts. We're doing a lot of content. Well, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.